0: Welcome to Way Too Seriously, the podcast where we watch kids' movies and then take them way too seriously. I'm Paul Moffat. I'm Jan Moffitt. And this week we watched and will be talking about the Lego Movie Two. The it has a colon. It's like the second part. Exactly. <laughs> the Lego
1: Movie Two, the second part.
0: <laughs> Jan, do you want to tell us a bit about this movie?
1: I sure do. The Lego Movie 2, the second part, <laughs> is a 2019 movie. Uh, it is a sequel to The Lego Movie. Oh. Yeah. Uh, directed by Mike Mitchell, uh Phil Lord, and Christopher Miller return as producers and writers. It stars the voices of Chris Pratt, Elizabeth Banks, Will Arnett, Tiffany Hoddish, Stephanie Beatrice... Charlie Day, Alison Bree, Nick Offerman, Maya Rudolph, Will Ferrell, Richard Aiwade, Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill, Colby... Just, like, just keep naming people, okay? <laughs> so, Rafe Fiennes, Will Forte. It has a lot of people in it. It is about... Oh, wait, that's your part. Paul, <laughs> what's the Lego movie or two about?
0: Immediately following the events of the first LEGO movie, the LEGO landers are attacked by the planet Duplo. They become hardened and gritty, except Emmett, who continues to be happy go lucky. Then they're attacked by LEGO friends, who take, who kidnap some of them to the planet, to the Sistar system, and Emmett goes to the rescue to destroy the planet to star system. Along the way, he meets himself from the future, who is gritty and uh, awesome <laughs> in a very 90s kind of way. And they he destroys the planet, but everyone, but it was all a mistake and they actually want to be friends. And it's a metaphor for siblings playing together and also giving up. Childhood, but not. And then they all make up in the end. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> is it, As I started telling it, the plot's kind of convoluted.
1: Yes. <laughs> objectively, how much good is this movie?
0: <laughs> you were going to say objectively, how much did you like it? <laughs> no, There's... how much
1: good is this movie? <laughs> like you said... The plot is a little convoluted and not as solid as the first movie at all. In In plot
0: terms or in all terms?
1: In plot terms. Yeah. In actual plot terms. The, I think that the last movie, it was a surprise when they went into the real world. And so in this movie, they had to be like, well... We know the real world exists, so we need to bring it in in a much more obvious way and much more often. And it didn't really work.
0: Really, I think there were things about this movie I definitely think didn't work. I thought it was a good choice to bring the real world in from the beginning. I do agree that the, like, interplay... By the way... Uh, I don't know if our mics are picking this up, but our neighbor's child is crying. And if it does pick it up, you should all know that's not a child we're responsible for.
1: <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> it's not our kid who's crying, so that's why we continue to have a podcast. Anyway. You probably can't hear it. You
0: probably can't hear it. Um, I did think the integration with, like, the kind of plot lines what they did in the first movie that i think i liked better than you did in the first movie but we both ended up by agreeing that it was a good concept but the execution didn't quite nail it of like the story the lego story is a mirror of the emotional story of the humans Mm -hmm. they pushed that harder this movie and i think i'll agree it still didn't quite work but i liked that it was they had the humans as part of the story from the very beginning
1: yeah. I felt like it did not work. I don't know if that is getting into our personal feelings, but I feel like objectively it didn't work, so.
0: Okay, let's talk objectively about objective things. <laughs> 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 By which are we having a hard time? <laughs> or what? A little. By which, like... The animation. How is the, the animation of this game? Yeah, movie? like... How good of a is... job are all the people doing at this... The, uh technical and craft of making a movie
1: in terms of the craft it's once again it's great it's even i think they've built they made the lego movie they made the lego batman movie and then they made this one and the texture and the the look of the lego keeps getting better Mm -hmm. i think that adding the duplo was really fun and once again it kind of led to more even more creativity with how the how the legos interact with each other Mm-hmm. Leg- it's actually not Legos. The plural of Lego is Lego. But it's yeah, hard not and, to say Legos.
0: <laughs> and the pieces are Lego brand uh, stackable bricks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Legos. No. Anyway, they... Uh, especially, I felt like the end credits... I think you actually had to leave during the end credits because your mom called. But the, the end credits were really fun. This like, kind of fun rolling... Thing where different things kept coming up. And I felt like the animation on that was very stellar. Hmm. Uh, We didn't see this in theaters, so uh, I would have liked to. Seeing it now on small screen, I kind of regret that we didn't manage to get to see it in theaters, because I think it would have been really neat to see that increased animation style on the big screen.
0: I... this is... maybe I'm I'm stepping into not liking... uh, I mean, into non-objective opinions so maybe cut this out um what did you think of the how is not what did you how are all the voice actors doing and real life actors actually
1: yeah i mean this time we had chris pratt doing a dual role uh-huh. doing himself and then himself in the future um i from the moment that rex was introduced it was obvious that it was chris pratt's voice i don't know if they were trying to hide it at all
0: yeah that's a question i had too because when he finally the first time someone sees him there's a line about like you can see him too i was worried he was just an extension of my ego which makes me like think that they expected the audience to recognize his voice yeah well and the fact that the like that he's clearly a reference to other chris pratt roles
1: yes oh yeah for sure it's Sorry, a big meta reference. Go on. But anyway, I thought that he did really well as Emmett because it was the same role as before and he had done well at that before. The Rex character was okay, but there wasn't... I don't feel like... I feel like he could have done better at differentiating between the two
0: voices. Yeah, I agree. I think It was, it was fine.
1: Yeah. I, I think that if you were blind watching this, you might have trouble following it.
0: <laughs> and like... I don't think he necessarily. Like, I think that's partly at Chris Pratt's feet. It's also partly. The mo Like, they wanted to make him really dark and gritty, but they also wanted to make fun of the concept of dark and gritty. Yeah. But they also wanted to make it very kid friendly. And all three of those things together meant that, like, even a, his. Vo- even his lines that he said and the role that he played wasn't that different from. Emmett
1: yes exactly exactly
0: right like it's partly Chris Pratt didn't differentiate the voice but it's partly like he wasn't written that different
1: yeah it was a lot to lay at his feet yeah to do that um other voice actors we've got some new ones this time Tiffany Haddish as the queen yeah she was good I quite enjoyed her and her singing and everything uh Stephanie Beatrice
0: She's, you know, I am a fan of hers.
1: Yeah, me too. She's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
0: I don't Uh, know that she, like, had that much... They gave her that much to do, really. Yeah. I thought the voice acting was all fine. I thought it was all, like... I had no real complaints, but there was also nothing nothing I was... really impressed by. Mm Mm-hmm. In terms of the voice acting. Even like Elizabeth uh, Banks. Banks. Even Elizabeth Banks, who I normally find really funny, she was fine. I didn't she didn't like wow me with yeah. her humor in this one.
1: Yeah. Okay, well let's just get into the non objectively. Because I okay. think we're kind of skirting that a little bit. So okay. non objectively, in your opinion, how much did you enjoy this movie?
0: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I did not enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first Lego movie. Mm-hmm. Um, But I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I thought the twist where it turns out that the, the, the evil queen or the queen sings a song about how she's totally not evil. And then near the end of the movie, it's revealed that that was not a suspicious song. She's just a bad she's communicator. She <laughs> really is not evil. Like, I thought that was fun. That was hilarious. And I, I mostly enjoyed it, but I certainly didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first Lego movie. How about you?
1: Yeah, um, there were a lot of moments where I laughed out loud. Like, it was really, really funny. There was some funny meta things and some funny not meta things. But overall, I kind of felt mad nah about it. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was fun and all, but it was, didn't wow me the way that... I mean, I guess of the three, if we think of them as a trilogy of Lego, Lego Lego Batman, Lego 2, definitely Lego Batman is by far my favorite of those three, and the one that I would watch again. This one I might watch again. I don't really care if I do, and that's not how I feel with the other two.
0: It's like the problem with, I mean, always the problem with sequels is what are you doing in this movie that you didn't already do in the last movie? And, like, nothing? It really,
1: really fell into that trap of sequels. I was disappointed by that because it just... It fell into every single, like, we have to replicate this real-world thing. We have to replicate that uh, Emmett is special, except that except that he's not. We have to, like... A little bit poke fun at the previous movie, but then still duplicate everything from the previous movie. It just didn't feel like there there was as much heart in it yeah. as the first one. The first one really felt like there was a lot of heart. There was a lot poured into it. It was really well constructed. No pun intended. <laughs> and this one just felt like, well, we got to do another one. And... That's just the way it goes with sequels sometimes, and sadly that was this is just your cookie cutter, not as great sequel,
0: and like the premise of the first movie, just the very fact that they were the whole movie as if they were Legos, was really fun the first time, and you just can't reproduce that, yeah, right, like exactly the exactly. second time I've already seen this, yeah, and that's not their fault, but it is like, uh, eh. yeah. And, like, I agree with you. I laughed. There are a number of times when I laughed out loud. I My experience sitting down and watching a movie was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But I am have no real interest in watching it ever again. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I did have some moments where I was bored and some moments where I was, yeah, not that interested in what was going on.
0: I liked uh, the the... Justice League and Green Lantern being uh, the outsider of the Justice League was a funny joke.
1: It was. I liked um, the whole meta Chris Pratt thing, where they're like, "He's a rogue uh, dinosaur hunter, whatever, and
0: raptor he, trainer."
1: He's he has a chiseled jaw that he used to hide with baby fat. <laughs> like it was just like exactly Chris Pratt. Yeah, which was funny and cute and. Uh, I, despite the fact that I have, like, various feelings about meta-references, meta-references always slay me. I always laugh really hard in the moment, and that was really good for me. Right. It's always surprising when they do things to me. And then all the Batman did all of his references of, like, I've got the charm of George Clooney and the lips of (laughs) Belle Kilmer and the... Yeah, that was pretty good. He was super self-referential, and that was pretty great. And it was like, Marvel didn't return our phone calls. (laughs) Yeah, that was also (laughs) really fun. Just, yeah, just so many little things like that that were very clever. But let's get into our meat and bones here. Let's get into the Way Way, way, Too Seriously portion (clockwise) of our show
0: meat and bones
1: is that what that's not the saying (laughs) meat and potatoes
0: (laughs) skin and bones is like when when you haven't eaten what's 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 the saying Uh, the meat the meat or the heart of the heart of the matter (laughs) our uh bread and butter our bread and butter Not meat and bones. Not meat and bones. Maybe it's meat and bones. If you've ever heard anyone ever say, let's get into the meat and bones of this situation, email us or Twitter us and let us know. I can't remember what phrase I'm thinking of. So as we finished this movie, you said, oh, I've got some things to say about this one. So why don't you take it away?
1: (laughs) Well, not like a ton of things, but okay. Well, let's just start with. The complaint that we had for the last movie was that Lucy has all the power and is special. And then Emmett just steps in and gets to be the special. And that wasn't a unique complaint. That was a complaint that a lot of people had made. And so in this movie, they lampshade it. They have one of the characters straight up say that to Lucy. Say like, he did this thing. But do they fix that? Within the text of the movie. They lampshade it. They, like, self-referential joke about it. But do they actually change anything?
0: He's still the protagonist. He's still a protagonist. She saves the day by saving him, but he's still the one who needs to be saved for the day to be saved, and then not in a damsel in distress way, in a it's-his-story way. Yep. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So I feel like they didn't really fix the problem from last time. And they still have... I don't know. The whole thing with her hair kind of rubbed me the wrong way.
0: Why did that rub like, you the wrong way? It kind of rubbed me the wrong way, too. But can you...
1: It was like, she's a big poser. Yeah. She's not as dark as she says she We are our past, basically, like... She's not allowed to create a new identity for herself without it being like, well, that, that was a poser identity. Your real identity is what you are before, is your old hair color, is your, like, you know, how you dressed when you were 20 <laughs> is how you are now. Like, you know, I was a goth, and fake goth in high school that doesn't have any bearing on my life right now. Right. You know, like, why does that matter? Her hair, and that she changed her hair.
0: And that was a plot, I mean, that was a character note last movie that they really played up further in this movie. hmm And, like, I totally, I wouldn't have quite put my finger on that, that the idea that your past is your true self, and it's one of the themes of this movie is growing and changing, but it... Mm-hmm. it basically comes down on don't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Don't grow
0: and change.
1: That's exactly it. Because, like, Emmett tries to grow and change, and Lucy's like, oh, no, you were better when your old self. You should stay the way you used to be. And what he used to be was positive. Yeah. And so it does feel like, well, he should be. But there's also an undertone of never change.
0: Okay. And, like, in his case... It's an interesting to contrast, because they both kind of grow and become tough and gritty. In her case, it is fake. And in his case, it's an evil alternate future. So neither one does it... They both kind of undo it. But Rex is like a different person than Emmett. But it's not fake.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Where she, where she has been this kind of dark goth whatever the whole time we've known her and they've always been undercutting it as like this is a persona that a fake persona Mm -hmm. That she's a poser whereas like rex is actually pose uh dark or dark he's not really dark but you know like huge square quotes
1: (laughs) square quotes
0: (laughs) i was was hoping you wouldn't catch that it would move forward (laughs)
1: I th- well, I think what you mean to say is scare quotes, but I'm not even sure that makes sense in this situation. <laughs> Around
0: dark. Right. <laughs> Just quotes. I feel scare quotes are like, for when you're like, "Oh, ah, I'm scared of this word. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what scare quotes mean. I'm using, it's scare quotes, because I'm not quoting someone. I'm <laughs> saying they're quote, unquote, dark, and quote, unquote, gritty. And we said this from the beginning, nothing in this movie is very dark or very gritty. Um, And that's fine. Like, they're kind of mocking the very idea of dark and gritty. It's only a problem because it doesn't really differentiate between the various modes of, like, we're supposed to recognize some of them as light and some of them as not. But they're all kind of the same. Mm -hmm. But my point is just that uh, the grown-up... Like, the... Connecting of that to grown-up, my point isn't really a point. It's just, like, a question of, like, how come... They both change they both change back again to a less developed version of their character. In his case it's because he developed in a bad direction, and in her case it's because her development was fake.
1: Hmm. You know? Yeah, that's interesting. That women are women are the posers. Yeah, yeah. That women women who go dark are faking it. Men who go dark have a reason.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. And like, who's to say she hates uh, everything is awesome and then it's revealed at the end that she recorded it? Well, who's to say she can't hate it?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, Exactly.
0: Why is that fake? But the movie definitely leads us to the conclusion that it is fake. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested in the whole concept of the Sistar system. Mm-hmm. And here's why. <laughs> she, the um, because the subject position that comes from using that word they we the viewers of the movie are with their Legos we are us and us are the boy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the other is the sister who isn't the protagonist, who isn't the perspective we're seeing things through. And we there's all kinds of reasons, ways that we can see that. But the most obvious one is its sister. Mm-hmm. So she's defined by her relationship with him. Yeah. Uh, and all of them are defined by their relationship with the boy.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And, like, that was present a little bit in the first movie... The very ending mm-hmm. of like, now your sister can play. And we talked about it in the first movie. like, oh no, my sister's going to ruin everything. And, again, and then she does. And then she does. And it's like, I think probably their thought process was a younger sibling will ruin everything. We already have a boy. Let's make the next one a girl. Yep. Uh, but now there's, there's reasons why that's more problematic than it seems on surface. But, I mean, it's fairly nitpicky, maybe, mm-hmm. in the first movie. But now she's not younger anymore. Like, she still is younger, but it's not because she's babyish and can't play with Legos. It's because she's girly Yeah. that she ruins things.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right? Because she's having them get married.
0: Exactly. And that's she's... playing wrong with Legos. And we end the movie by having them reconcile. Yeah. Much like the first movie, it's kind of a cop-out ending. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We're like, let's all be friends, okay, conflict gone.
1: And and frankly, their mom told them to put those Legos into storage. (laughs) They don't just get to like, we're getting along now, so we're bringing them back out again. No, no. No, no, no. You put those Legos into storage. For a while.
0: That doesn't mean put those Legos into storage until five minutes later when you get a second chance, which you said, Can we have a second chance? And I said, I've already given you more than two chances. You're <laughs> out of chances. <laughs> you don't just take that chance and now it's better. Exactly. Yeah. Some
1: bad parenting
0: there. <laughs> don't let your kids play. that's i think where we're landing here
1: (laughs) don't let them take
0: advantage of you yeah
1: though to be honest if one of our kids gave the other kid a leg a heart-shaped lego to make up for them smashing their lego we would our hearts
0: would melt that's true we would probably be like do whatever you want
1: um but it would bite us in the butt because mm-hmm. they would end up fighting five minutes later. And that's exactly what happens after this movie ends. I'm just <laughs> saying. It's not all sunshine and roses for this brother and sister from now on.
0: What do you think about the sister? Like, I already said that sister is the other. Yeah. What do you think about the way that the sister plays with Lego differently?
1: Yeah, it definitely feels like... Um, she plays... Yeah, she plays with Lego wrong. Or possibly it's actually... not wrong because let's they're see. all happier there they're all happier there i think that there's two different ways i can look at it and let's look at the really positive way first Okay, is that because she's a girl she's been given the girl lego she mm-hmm. has the pink lego she has the lego friends she has these heart shapes and star shapes but she turns the heart shapes into bombs she turns you know she turns things she takes a heart-shaped queen and changes her into whatever she wants she's a queen that can constantly change shape she uses the sets in new and different interesting ways and i think that uh you're saying yay, yay? Question mark to bombs. I'm saying yeah. that she's using them in a way that isn't like stereotypically girly, right? So isn't prescribed. Isn't prescribed. That it's very much seen that the like that the girly like quotes again, girly Lego will square be played quotes. with.
0: <laughs> Stop saying square quotes. <laughs> That's what they're called from now on. Sorry, go on.
1: You're interrupting my train of thought. I apologize it is seen that the girly Lego will be played with as it is meant to be played with as it, like you're playing with dolls in your little dollhouse and whatnot. And she's not, she's playing with it in a different way. There is the, like, she's making, she's taking the Batman toy and making him get married to the, to the queen toy. And that's a very stereotypical way that girls play. Uh, that is the way girls play often because they have, they grow up in the patriarchy soup that tells them they should play that way. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's a bit of undermining in that she is being creative and playing with them in a way that is different and uh, is actually more creative than her brother. But there's also the sense of she's... Um, doing things wrong. That playing with Lego the way that her brother plays with them is the right way to play with Lego, and she's messing things up and playing incorrectly and whatnot.
0: I don't know. It's like the point of the first movie tried to be about parents and children, but actually was about play with your Lego however the yeah, F you want to play with your Lego. Yeah. And it feels like this is the point of this movie too, yeah, is the brother has, as he's grown, become more like the father from the first movie where he has his world that he wants to build in exactly the way he wants to build it, and he has a storyline he's telling and it's strictly defined mm-hmm and the sister is like an agent of chaos and when and the Lego prefer her world where it's not. This, like, his apocalyptic world is kind of flat in terms of creativity. Right. And her world, there's different planets, and the queen turns into whatever she wants, and everything is interesting. And the pieces, the characters, want to be there. Yeah. And I think that the subtext of that is that she is, by virtue of being a child, more childish. Yeah. Has a greater imagination and is playing in a way that's less prescriptive.
1: Hmm. Yeah, just the themes are really muddled then, because is the theme, like, yeah. growing up? Is the theme creativity? Is the theme sibling rivalry? Is the yeah. theme being special? Is the theme, <laughs> like, what? Growing up and growing apart and changing? Or is it about saying the same? Like, it's just the themes are very muddled.
0: They are. For sure, they are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part... I think the first movie, the themes were muddled, and this movie, they're more muddled.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Because even, like, there's a part where... Like, they put into Emmett's mouth, like, it's actually about... Ba- or maybe into Rex's mouth, they're both Chris Pratt's mouth. They put in a line about, like, it's actually a metaphor about adolescence and giving up on creativity as you enter adolescence. hmm And, like... It sort of is. <laughs> and I can see that. There's a thread of that yeah. that you can pick out through the whole movie. Yeah. But that's not the only thing that this movie is doing. And there's things it's doing that kind of run counter to that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: even the, like, what we already said, that both Emmett and Lucy revert to an older version of themselves by the end because the lesson is don't grow up. And then when they talk about, like, growing up, they're very loose about what growing up is. And so the, like, concept all through of, like, we have to be more grown up now. And, like, you think that a post-apocalyptic is more grown up than construction worker? In what world?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Right? It's like... I think that... Having the real world element is just makes things muddled. Hmm. I think that it was a fun concept, but I just don't think they can ever execute it well because every single time it undermines it. Every single time it's like, oh, we're looking for the metaphor within this other world because we know that they're just being Legos that are being played with. And that I think ruins it. And that's maybe why Lego the... Batman was the best one. Exactly. Or one of the reasons. Exactly what I was gonna say. It's much why I'd much rather watch Lego Batman where it's just straight up a movie that happens to take place within Lego.
0: And there's some subtle nods to the fact that they're being they're Legos that are being played with. But they never make that explicit. Exactly. There's one thing that we didn't say in the con- in the context of did you like it? that uh, I just have to bring up before we end our discussion of a Lego movie. And it's that I really don't like all the parts in the real world where the Legos are moving.
1: Yes, agreed.
0: We're like, let's have it be bad stop motion when the rest of the movie is computer animated but is imitating really good stop motion like I just, I don't like it.
1: Yeah, there's way too much
0: of that in this movie. I'm like, I, I didn't like it in the first Lego movie, but there was a small amount and like, okay. <laughs> there was tons of it in this movie.
1: So, so much. Okay. Yeah. So, is it good? Is it seriously good?
0: I think we are both harder on this movie because of all the sequelness of it. If I was going to judge it on its own merits just as a movie, I think it's almost good. <laughs> is that a category that we have? Mostly good. You can say that.
1: I will not agree to that. It is medium good at best.
0: Yeah, medium good is almost good. Maybe medium. In terms of like the craft of the quality of how good of a movie...
1: Yeah, like, would I see it again? No.
0: Yeah, fair enough. But you laughed and enjoyed it. You had a fun time at the movies while you were watching it. I enjoyed it in the moment a lot. I don't disagree at all that I don't want to watch it again. But, like, while you were watching it, were you happy to be watching
1: it? There was a lot of funny moments that I enjoyed. And
0: and do you think that, like, they made an entertaining movie?
1: It's better than a lot of the crap that's out there. So I guess... Medium good. So medium good.
0: I don't think it's good. I wouldn't argue that it's good, but like medium good, and I think it's almost good. I think it could have been good, (laughs) (laughs) but it had a hard time. It would have had a hard time being good as a sequel.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Because it wasn't doing anything new.
1: How about seriously?
0: (sighs) Hmm. And that's another conversation. Like, so what? The seriously good. Is like you said, they explicitly name that she that the gender problems of the last movie. Mm -hmm. And in terms of like balance of characters, we didn't say this, but this movie passes the Bechdel test.
1: It does, yep.
0: Without like breaking a sweat, really. Yeah,
1: true. It is a lot more gender balanced.
0: However, (laughs) the seriously bad. Is like we are still seeing the world from a male perspective, and they don't they label but don't really fix the protagonist problem of the last movie, yeah. So medium, medium,
1: yeah, I think seriously, medium. In and in terms opinion. of
0: like, I would be willing to call this kind, I would be willing to give a movie a lot of credit if it dealt with the theme of adolescence well, but this mm-hmm. movie doesn't at all, no, it doesn't. Well, that doesn't make it bad, but it, like, you could... That was a missed opportunity to win serious points in my head. Mm-hmm. Medium. So it's medium good and seriously medium.
1: There you go. If you have seen The Lego Movie 2, if you listen to our both of our podcasts back to back, you'll probably notice things that we didn't. Um, <laughs> let us know. You can contact us via twitter at wtscast. you can send us an email way too seriously cast at gmail.com we have uh reddit instagram and all sorts of things you can find in our show notes which are in your podcast player of choice if you just like look at our episode usually they're there i think <laughs> i think so uh, i'm not the one who does it so what do i know um and if you love what we do, if you like what we do, if you sort of kind of like what we do, maybe you could give us a rating and say that you do. Even if you don't like it, just give us, you know, a rating if you, that if, says that you like it. Don't if, say that you don't like it.
0: If you really hate us, you know what'll make us suffer? Forcing us to keep making this show by making it more popular. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are coming up on our 100th episode. And we're looking for some... Uh, feedback some things questions to answer some things to put in order of seriousness all sorts of things if you want to help us build that episode if you want to help contribute just ask a random question contact us on all the ways that i just mentioned and if you uh want to give us some money you can do that where can you do that ball
0: Patreon.com slash clockworks
1: cast. I made you say it because of how many times you screwed up usually. (laughs) 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 Patreon.com
0: slash clock clock (laughs) clock. Click clock clock. Click clip clock. Now I've erased it from your brains. It's okay, it's in the show notes.
1: The end. By Jan Moffat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, I've been Paul
1: Moffat. I've been Jan Moffat.
0: And I have traveled from the future to prevent myself from nothing. I actually turned out pretty well, so I'm pretty happy. How about you? <laughs> sure. Alright, I just travel from the future to say hi. Back to the futuring! I'm gone again!